thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome. I'm Greg Jackson from The Naked Scientists. This is the podcast where we answer your science questions with the help of an expert. In today's episode, we're answering Mitchell's chemical conundrum. Why doesn't water burn? It is made of two of the three things that you need to make a fire, fuel in the form of hydrogen and oxygen, and yet it doesn't burn. My mum says that it's because it is wet. Yet oil, petrol and many other wet liquids burn. Why do these liquids burn? This has always baffled me. Well, it's now baffling me too, Mitchell. First, though, I think we'll need a little bit of a refresher on what actually happens when we burn something. Here's Peter Wothers from the University of Cambridge. Well, this is actually a chemical reaction that's taking place between the fuel and the gases in the atmosphere, the oxygen. So, for instance, if uh, hydrogen gas, which we know is very, very flammable, this burns because it will chemically combine with the oxygen that's in the air, and this will form water. Wait, a fire makes water? Chemistry never fails to surprise me. But what about liquid fuels? Now, other things burn, such as petrol, a a nice wet liquid, because this also contains things that can react with the oxygen from the air. So the petrol is made up of the elements carbon and hydrogen combined together, and each of those combine with the oxygen to form carbon dioxide and, again, more water when the hydrogen part of the petrol combines with the oxygen. So this is what's happening when things burn. Energy is released in a very violent reaction as energy comes out as the uh, elements hydrogen or carbon combine with the oxygen from the air. I'm with you. But if water is made of hydrogen, and that's very flammable, and oxygen, which sustains a fire, then why doesn't water burn? Well, in a sense, the answer is because it already has carried out this reaction. The hydrogen is already chemically combined with the oxygen from the air. So there's no way it can do that again. That's because the bond between two hydrogen atoms and an oxygen is so strong, you need lots of energy to pull them apart. Much more energy than, say, a wood fire creates, and that's why firemen use water to put out fires. The water cools the combustible material and also helps stop the fuel come into contact with the air, the oxygen, which is the thing that sustains the fire. But, as you well know, we don't just use water to put out fires. Similarly, carbon dioxide is another good fire extinguisher, especially for uh, things such as wood burning or petrol and so on, because, again, this is already combined. The carbon has combined with the oxygen to form a very stable compound, carbon dioxide. However, if you try to put water on a magnesium fire, that would be hot enough to break the H2O bond, and it will actually make your fire worse. So leave any fire extinguishing to the experts. 
Brendan on Facebook wrote to us with the correct answer and James wrote in to add, a very important thing to remember is that compounds do not necessarily take the properties of the element from which it is made. Chlorine is a toxic gas. Sodium is a metal that explodes on contact with water. But sodium chloride, i.e. table salt, is fine to put on your chips. Of course, ignoring the slightly elevated risk of heart failure. Thanks for that, James. I'll remember next time I'm down the chippy. Next week, we'll be answering a rather astronomical question from Michael. If in some miraculous way one were able to pee standing on the surface of the moon... What kind of an arch would it create? I have to say, not something I've ever considered. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You can tweet at Naked Scientists or find us on Facebook. Until then, thanks for listening and goodbye. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.